Welcome to Close It Now, an HVAC sales training podcast with Sam Wakefield. Here, we'll build your reputation in residential HVAC sales to be the expert influencer in your market. You'll get insight into the top minds in the industry as they share their skills and hacks to help you on your journey. This podcast isn't just about selling more. It's about understanding your customers' needs and building efficiencies behind the scenes so you can sell more but work less while being top of mind when people think HVAC. Now, let's get started with your host of the Close It Now podcast. This is Sam Wakefield. Well, hey, 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 welcome back to the Close It Now sales training podcast, solar and HVAC sales training. I am Sam Wakefield, your host for today's episode, and I am so excited to have this guest star today. And I say guest star, he is uh, definitely somebody that, you know, growing up in the HVAC world, I I never knew who this dude was or anything about the industry or what he really promotes. And you're going to find out today that it's, it's a, you're doing yourself a disservice to not learn about canvassing and knocking doors. The minute that I heard that you can walk around and talk to people and become, and literally make a million dollars a year, it blew my, blew my ever loving mind. <laughs> I was like, there's no way people knocking doors could make a million dollars a year. But sure enough, it happens every single day to hundreds of people in the country if they're willing to put in the work. And I have on the show today, the expert, the number one trainer for canvassing, for door knocking. He is the master of how to build and scale sales companies. He's a founder of Door to Door Experts. He's a sales trainer. He is an author he also hosts Door to Door Con. If you ever want to go to those events, they are rocking. I am so excited to have guests today, Sam Taggart. Thank you for joining us, sir. No, I appreciate you having me on, man. This is a it's a pleasure to be here. And I honestly, HVAC world, I'm like I, I've consulted a couple HVAC companies and just kind of blow their minds because you know they're like, I go to my six appointments a week and. I'm like, well, what do you do with the other time of the week? And they're like, you know, I follow up. I hope for referrals. My phone rings every once in a while. And mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, we're going to change things. And they're like, <laughs> no, 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 we don't want to change things. I'm like, you do. If you want to get to 20 million, mm-hmm. 50 million, you know, if you want to scale, there's only so much money you can spend in your market on ads. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you can pump a hundred grand a month into ads and there's a, there's a bell curve, essentially. It's like the more money you spend, it actually doesn't effectively give you better lead and, and ROAS. So it's like, mm-hmm. there's other strategies or verticals. And this being one that I found that has helped tremendously a lot of the home service businesses, HVAC being one. So mm-hmm. cool to kind of be on a platform where they're listening and I'm, I'm, I have lots to give. But love I love it. I love it. Well, super excited. Well, let's, for everyone who doesn't really know who you are, because in the HVAC world, I'll tell you, no, the, the just, Growing up in the sentiment is, oh, well, we're above door knocking. No, Nobody really wants to hear me knock the door. We're, they're just going to get annoyed if I actually go do that. So with that being said, most people probably haven't heard, you know, really heard your name unless they've been exposed to other industries. So give us a quick, give all the listeners a quick highlight reel of, uh, you know, why should they listen to you in, uh, in what we're talking about? 
Well, I live in a van down by the river. <laughs> um, still trying to get out of that life. Study diet of government cheese, right? Yes. <laughs> um, sucking on the government tit right now, collecting mm-hmm. my stamps. No, I, uh, I've just done door to door since I was 11. So not like I dropped out of college. I was like, this isn't for me. Um, all through high school, I painted addresses on the curbs and built a little sales team, 11 guys. We call ourselves the Gutterman. Then I got into alarms in 2008, started selling all over Texas. And then I got into solar and I was, you know, I, I built myself in alarms. I built a big name because I was part of a multi-billion dollar company, Vivint. They have thousands of sales reps all over the country. I was the top sales rep. And you know, then moved into the solar space and was a VP of sales, built them to hundred sales guys all over the country, did that for years. And then uh, about six, seven years ago, I started a consulting coaching events mastermind company where we help people really scale their sales leadership and recruiting. And now we've helped thousands and thousands of sales individuals. We've helped hundreds and hundreds of companies at perfect personally on-site, gone to companies, over 300 of them, whether it's windows, solar, roofing, HVAC, um, you know, our primary industries would probably be roofing and solar and mm-hmm. um, pest control. And anyway, so I've hosted big events from 3000 people with Jordan Peterson and Ed Milet and John Maxwell type people to little ones where we have business boot camps and we bring in, you know, kind of an intimate setting with sales boot camp or a business boot camp where, you know, we dive into structures and systems and strategies, how to recruit, how to go train, how to go onboard, how to go motivate them. Because the difference between, you know, if I give you an account appointment, Sam, you're going to show up like you're going to it's like, hey, dude, you have a six o'clock with Tiffany. And you're like, OK. And if you don't show up, you're probably going to get fired and you're never going to get leads again. So you're like, right. I will do whatever you tell me because I need <laughs> this is what feeds me. And exactly. So, uh you know, you're like, do you still want leads? You, you didn't do good on those leads. I'm giving them to Tommy. You're like, no, no, I'll do better. I promise. You know, mm-hmm. and that's kind of how most HVAC or window or, you know, a lot of these companies are existing. And mm-hmm. I go to a company, I'm like, dude, it's different motivation to motivate a carnivore than motivating an herbivore. It's right. different motivation, you know, from a marketing spend versus a zero marketing cost, but you're in a human development spend meaning mm-hmm. how to recruit retain grow talent to then self-select to go actually go hunt and mm-hmm. there's there's strategy there's method behind that madness there's not just like a culture everybody's like hey do you teach culture i'm like no 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 i don't teach culture i teach systems and mm-hmm. a byproduct of the systems that motivate human development is culture and i think a lot of people you know like sam do you have just some vp or manager that you could send me to then run my door-to-door program and i'm like oh man (laughs) on like not harry Potter. so right my background is teaching the structure and systems on how to go develop and scale a direct sales program which is Mm -hmm. which is a, a a fun a fun fun role to be in love it i love it that is beautiful and so if everyone listening if you didn't uh pick up on that the the part that really stood out to me specifically to HVAC is, you know, for so long, and this was my mindset as well until I got into it when I jumped over to solar and got in the industry that's like 90% self-generated. And then I'm sitting there going, well, it sells itself. Why aren't, why isn't everybody calling me? And wait a minute, I have to do work now. And so the mindset is 
you know, we're, what I found out is uh, most HVAC people are just lead babies, you know, just kind of sucking on that tit of the company. And if it's spring in the fall, I guess I'll drive Uber until it picks up again. Well, why not keep doing what you're doing? (laughs) Right. (laughs) And so talk to us a little bit about the mindset of, uh, it, this is a little bit of education and just exposing people to what the experience is like on the door that have never done it. So talk just a little bit about the mindset needed and maybe what that, how that experience is not quite as scary once they actually start doing it as they, they think it's going to be. Yeah. I always say the hardest door is the car door, meaning you, the struggle is actually not, it, it's like skydiving is skydiving hard. No, of course no. not. You, 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 you can roll. You could be pushed. You could step out of a plane. You, it's called falling. Like mm-hmm. it's not hard. It's called falling, right? But what's the hard part about skydiving? Why people? Why you ask? Hey, would you go skydiving? A lot of people are like, I'd never do that. I couldn't do it. I'm like, yeah, you could. It's called walking onto a plane. The plane mm-hmm. flies and you fall out. <laughs> That's <Right>. it. <laughs> not hard. It's the psychology of what's going on behind your head that's hard. And it's that fear of what if my shoot doesn't work in the one in 100 million chance? What right. if my, you know, X, Y, Z in your own lizard brain, the amygdala is fight or flight all day and just going, ah, I don't know if I could do this. And I'm like, mm-hmm. that's just conditioning. Meaning our eyes, our experiences are actually just lying to us. Mm-hmm. And so what happens is it's like, we're getting, you know, I was talking to my brother-in-law last night, I went to dinner and they went uh, snorkeling in Hawaii with tiger sharks. And it was my nieces and nephews and my, my brother, sister. And, you know, I got these 12, 13, 14 year old kids jumping in and, and, and he's like, we park the engine, the sharks would hear the engine. And I guess they're attracted to noise. And so all mm-hmm. of a sudden the sharks come in and they start circling the boat. Right? <laughs> and the guide is like, all right, everybody jump in. And everybody's like, Wait, you got to be kidding me! Right? You see a circling boat, and he's like, "All right, jump in, just don't splash too much." You know? And imagine that, right? Like, imagine that where in your head you've been conditioned that sharks are going to bite you and eat you, but really they're not there to eat you. Like, and 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 it wasn't until ten minutes in that everybody's like, "Oh, they don't see us as food." Like, their their goal is not to eat us, right? And I think what happens is when you get out there and you start door knocking, you start to realize like. When somebody's like, get off my fucking property, you know, and they're just beating you up, you're right. like, they're not doing it to me. Their goal is not to like be a satanic human being, which sometimes <laughs> they just tend to be. The mm-hmm. goal is to just have them get you off of property and they may respond in a very dick way, right? Like, sure. Yeah. And, but you just have to take it as like, I didn't die. Nobody like shot me. They just literally <laughs> told me to go home. Like mm-hmm. I can go to the next one and it might be the nicest old lady. It might be the every oh, sure. opportunity. And when you can get over your own, like, like lizard brain and recondition your fight or flight a little bit to just be like, it's not that hard. It's called mm-hmm. walking. Not like, like raise arm, move three times. Like, <laughs> right. You know, knocking isn't that hard. It's actually just getting you to go do it. And mm-hmm. then we talk to people all day and then they're like, well, I could never do that. I'm like, you sit in a home, you talk to a waiter, you go. Yeah. It's just talk to people. You're just afraid. Yeah, it's of just like, new people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm, I love it. I love it. That's what I found when I jumped over and we, you know, we, of course, with the solar company I'm with, we have run blitzes all over and do boot camps and all those kind of things. And 
after the first day, it was first half of day, I'm literally telling all the people I'm with, they're like, why are you so happy? I'm like, I've been in sales for 15 years and this is the most fun I've ever had. It's like, I haven't had this much fun talking to all these new cool people in a decade. And why does it everybody do this? Yeah. As if, if you say, my goal today is to go make a new friend. Mm-hmm. And I think the more people can have the mindset of, I'm going to go out there, I'm going to make a new friend. Then all of a sudden it becomes fun. Where mm-hmm. if you're out there like, I got to get a sale, I got to get a sale, I got to get a sale. And you don't get a sale. You're just like, oh, I'm a failure. I suck. I blah, blah, right. blah, blah. You're like, I worked eight hours and didn't make a dollar. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah. It's knowing the numbers though. You know, there's so many, so many metrics we know that over time you'll get better and it'll work. Right. Well, that's where it comes to training. We're getting, mm-hmm. you know, Sam's training, our training, whatever. I think a lot of people underestimate the power of just, if I could do it the right way, you mm-hmm. know, it's like, take, I don't know mechanics. And if I tried to go fix my own truck, like I'd be like, well, YouTube this. And I don't know. And I don't have the right tools. Right. Like I'm going to be like, well, I got to somehow take this freaking axle off. Like, but mm-hmm. I go across the street, there's a car, there's a, I don't know, a mechanic place across the street. I'm sure if I took it over there and been like, Hey, can you show me how to like take the axle off and like do this? And do you have a, Oh, you have an actual lift. That would have been nice. So I'm not sitting on the asphalt. Like, you know right. Oh, Oh, that way you made that look really easy. They're like, Oh, we've done this like a thousand times. You're like, Oh, mm-hmm. Like, that would have saved me a lot of time and energy instead of me sitting there in my driveway on my back trying to take off an act. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. yeah, you, you get afraid to ask for help. Mm-hmm. We get afraid to train. We get afraid to have the right tools um, and invest in that. And yeah, it maybe cost me money to have the mechanic fix my truck. But I, how much more time did I just create? How much better result did I have? Um, and it's the same thing with door knocking. It's it's mm-hmm. just another skill set. You can become a master at it. The cool part, like you said at the beginning, is the masters at it. Like the commissions in HVAC and the commissions in solar and the commissions in a lot of these home services are too good. The profits are too good not to be selling one, two, three a day instead mm-hmm. of a lot, a lot of people are getting complacent doing one, two, three a month. And I'm over here right. like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. Well, they're enjoying the time now to go get a haircut and go hang out at the lake and then they get concentration risk when those first two that they did, oh, there's a big commissions for the month, but then one's going to take six months to install and the other one needs a roof and they cancel. You're like, oh, uh, chickens and eggs, right? 100%. Yep, absolutely. Man, I love this conversation. Um, so, And and this is really what, um, there, there's, I see a big move going on in the industry, uh, in the solar industry because it's so new. And also because it's so self-generation driven, um, at least from my perspective, I, I see a big move in that industry to move towards kind of marrying some to to be able to scale better to a lot of other verticals that have a consistent lead generation flow. And then combining that with, you know, so like roofing with HVAC, with all these already trusted in the home, you know, opportunities. And then to tie that together, and then well, when we combine that with filling in this inefficiency with with doors, uh, where, where do you kind of see that going? I'm, I'm super curious. Um, leadership, right? So it, I know this. I'm going to take a different angle than probably what most people would assume. I'd answer this. It's leadership. We rise to the level of our leadership, but we fall to the level of our systems. 
The problem is, is most companies, like if I'm an HVAC company and I've got seven employees and I try to have a business uh, development system where I'm banking partnerships and then I have a door-to-door program and then I have a marketing leads generation program and then I have a follow-up dead lead program. I'm like, oh, I'm over here like so overwhelmed. Like the reality is the human bandwidth or probably leadership capacity to do a good job in all of those buckets. If I'm sure. a $40 million company and I've got, you know, 17 managers and I've got, you know what I mean? And and, and it's kind of humming on autopilot and I'm over mm-hmm. here, like, well, how do I go get more revenue? Then yes, like there's awesome opportunity in cross-selling, having multi-service verticals. I've helped countless companies add solar. Obviously my background was solar and building solar companies. And so a lot of roofers, like I speak for GAF, the shingle manufacturing company, and I speak for mm-hmm. all big conferences and, you know, and, and everybody asks me, Sam, I want to add solar. It's a new hot and sexy girl in the room. And I'm like, right. no, you don't. like doing 2 million in roofs, dude. Like, let me help you get to 10 million. Like, like <laughs> either you become a solar company and learn how to sell solar and go be a sell solar dealer and shut down uh-huh. your roofing thing or pass your leads to somebody and make a rip. Like, and that's like another thing that people discredit because they're like, I'm a business owner. I would never just share my data. I'm like, dude, I'd rather make a thousand bucks on every deal that closes that you didn't have to do anything with than right. sell. And they're selling 20 a month just on your data versus you doing one a month and you're making 5,000 bucks and you're doing one a month and you still don't know how to sell solar. Like exactly. where people, they do it wrong. And I could probably give you 60, 70 use cases where I've gone to companies and done it wrong. Yeah. And I probably 10 where they've done it right. And I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, so let's just take those statistics. And I'm like, well, there's a lot of things I would tell you not to do. And I think that people get over ambitious, but I think having, like, I own a leads company. I, we do preset appointments for solar. Why? Because if setters all quit or you graduate setter to closer, now all of a sudden, all the sets went away. Your lead baby's like, where are my appointments? You're like, well, he became mm-hmm. a closer. Like, well, when are you going to get a new setter? Uh, I can't just like whip up a new Johnny. Like Johnny was a stud. Right. Like, I don't know. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, he spent five years learning doors to become exactly. a master at it. Yeah, I'm like, uh, go find me another Johnny then. He's like, well, I don't, I don't, I don't know a Johnny. I'm like, okay, then what do you want me to do? And now he goes two months without selling because he has no appointments. Mm-hmm. And now he's looking for other jobs. He's getting offers from other people that are like, we got five appointments a day. Come here. He's like. Oh, okay. I'll go there. Like, mm-hmm. and that's an issue that we deal with over and over and over again. And so having some kind of lead generation that is a metronome is smart, right? So that's why we have, we, we own a leads company. Um, having a business development system that actually has like a system, not just like, Hey, I have a friend that owns a roofing company. Send us all your HVAC leads. Like that's not a system. That's like, you have a conversation. A system sure. would be like weekly check-ins, they're pulling, sharing data, CRMs with like mutual Google Sheets that are status updates with, you know, monthly contributions of of commissions. Like, like there's a system to that, right? Mm-hmm. I think a lot of business ownership don't go deep into that. And I think there's a lot of opportunity there. If I'm me, like I did alarms for years and a lot of the alarm guys are the ones that started the solar door-to-door programs. Like if you look right. at all the companies, they're all ex-alarm dudes. And if you're like, okay, some of them now have actually even found it's easy to knock and 
sell an alarm and then just, oh, and part of this, you get solar. If You get the whole alarm free as long as you get solar. And they're like, oh, really? And now they sell solar in 15 minutes or 10 minutes Mm -hmm. instead of a two-touch hour close. And they're packed, they're like comboing them both at like an 80% adoption rate. Mm-hmm. And you're like, man, if I was selling three alarms every day, freak, that's so many more. You know what I mean? I'm I'm doing right. the math there. So I have satellite guys that have done that. I have HVAC guys that have done that. Like, so mm-hmm. creating good sales systems to cross sell is is a very, very powerful technique. Just Love it. I is important. <laughs> 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 You're right. It's and, and I think what you I, I learned years ago when I was um, I've always been super entrepreneurial and learning different things. And I found out that I'm really solid with two things at a time. When I add in a third thing, everything suffers. And so exactly what you're talking about, that human bandwidth is just so crucial. And so I, I'm glad you mentioned that because that's one of the things, at least with us, we've got an affiliate program that we really have rolled out not too long ago that we're really promoting. It's like you, you get 50% of the commission and 10% of the work. You don't have to learn it. Let us do the work. Let's just share that's those smart. resources. And that's a it's cha- really been a game changer. And, and, and the business owner that can humbly realize that is it's a smart play. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I love it, man. So um, where do you, and this is like a, uh, a kind of a fun question. Let's get, let's hop back into a little more door focus for a second. Um, you know, where do you see the uh, the door industry going? I mean, I, I was reading some things. You've mentioned how it's like, you know, 50 times bigger than it was 20 years ago. Um, you know, there's a lot of, lot of drive there, but also with, people self-educating with Google and all those things. Uh, where, where do you see the door industry going? It's adapting. The door-to-door industry is forever evolving with AI, tech, uh, customers buying patterns. COVID played a big, like, you know, COVID did a lot in businesses. Like people, mm-hmm. the way they think about getting groceries even today, you know what I mean? It just was an accelerator. So what's interesting is, I think door to door is only going to grow because people are people and want to be with people. Mm-hmm. And when AI does half the selling, when all of things are just simple checkouts, they just naturally get lonely. And there's not an experience, even though you're talking to some bot and you're like, cool, it gave me exactly what I need. Boom, it was a snap of the finger. It doesn't take away the fact that I'm sitting in my house and I have no idea how to organize my deck on the back that needs to be in structurally engineered and figured out of like, where should we put it? How should we do it? So I need a human to come mm-hmm. in, show me how to go build my deck that I want to add in my backyard. Does that make sense? I need yeah. a human, like AI could go build the, but but it's, it's like, hey, what do you think? What do you think? I don't know. What do you think? Like, we're not going to lose that. And I think it's only going to get stronger. And I think that the more and more money that goes into marketing, AI, all this like digital world, the more and more competitive it gets. So now it's me versus a robot that does a thousand things a second. And I'm doing one thing a second. Mm -hmm. Good luck. Marketing (laughs) is just going to become so much more automated, so much more Mm -hmm. streamlined, so much more competitive. The smarter people are going to put more and more money into it. And I go, good. Let them play in that ocean. Mm -hmm. Let me go show up to your face and become your friend. Right. I I love it. 
I will beat that freaking AI robot all day. Ah. You have any emotional tie. You have no salesmanship. Yeah, you've got good sales copy, but you're not sitting there saying, I am your homie. You can pick up the phone and talk to me whenever you need. I got mm -hmm. you. Bro. I love it. I love it. There's uh, that. That, I'm so happy you said that because, you know, I, for years, one of, actually one of the taglines with my podcast is stop being weird and start selling. <laughs> and it's just like, don't use the creepy salesman voice. Just go out there and have a normal conversation with people. And I'm so glad you said that because even with, there's a move right now in the HVAC industry to, instead of having the full on sales appointment to just put all of your, your price book up online and people just select the one they want and then schedule a 10 minute call to get it scheduled. So there is that happening, but at the same time, it's it, just like you're saying, it's moving away from relationship. And of course we know sales is the transfer of enthusiasm. Uh, yeah. That's people get ex emotion. The logic makes the, is the steering wheel, but emotion is the gas pedal to take action. And that's, that's the only way to do that is to, by having a relationship. So man, I love it. I love it. So that is super powerful. Um, question uh, from one of the listeners, a guy named Tony Prim. He is uh, is one of our door, uh, door door champions, I guess we'd say. Uh, he's just for best practices. He's like, when you're on the doors and you're working on getting better, he's like, should you focus on more hitting more doors, more numbers, or spend more time on each one and work on that that closing? Uh, just that conversation. Uh, so it's kind of a two-edged sword question, I think. Yeah, I mean, but both. Like, if you were to say, is it about quantity or having deeper conversation? And you said, Sam, I have a gun to your head. I have, you have to pick one of the two. I would pick quality. And mm -hmm. some people might argue with this because the problem is, is if you just focus on quantity, you get what put what we call zombie mode. Zombie mode is when you're just door to door to door, and you're knocking to knock, you're not knocking to sell. And so mm -hmm. when you can help somebody understand, I'm here for quality of an actual conversation, that's meaning I'm here to get a transaction happening right now with you. Mm -hmm. And it's not about getting through the pitch, hoping you're interested and moving to the next. You become habitual. It's like muscle memory. I'm trying to retrain my partner on how she can hit a golf swing. And I'm like, dude, your muscle memory is done the wrong way we've got to like recorrect your golf swing mm -hmm. and it's hard because she'll be like f this and she'll just go back to her old way and she always tops it you know what i mean and you're just like no like and mm -hmm. and the problem is is if you just go for quantity you're going to lose the you're going to create bad habits not expecting to sell because mm -hmm. if i don't go out there knocking each door saying i'm expecting to get you to be my customer I'm not carrying the bag of no's that came throughout the whole 50 no's that came before you. I now am expecting you to be at 51 no. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And my neighbor yeah. hoping, but really my subconscious is telling me you're going to be 52 no. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. And so I've got to kind of retrain myself to be like, I expect you to be a yes with all enthusiasm as if everyone in the neighborhood has already told me yes. You're a yes. And it'd be almost confusing if you told me no, meaning therefore we're going to have a longer conversation. Mm -hmm. And when they do I tell you, it. you're kind of like, what? Like, anyway, and you just kind of be like passively persistent, almost surprised. You're like, well, no, no, no. I, I, let me explain myself. Maybe I'm not super clear. Like I, I haven't fully explained myself because they're just trying mm -hmm. to get you off the porch. You haven't sure. even 
haven't even gotten into any meat and potatoes. Like they don't even know what you're talking about yet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they instantly hit you with not interested. Well, how do you even know? You don't even yeah, know like, what it is. The reality is like I could be literally saying, congratulations, you had the winning lottery ticket. You just happened to throw it away. We've been looking all over for you. Like, <laughs> and you're still not interested? Oh, yeah. You, you what? Darn yeah. it. I'll just give it to the neighbor. It's right here. Yeah. <laughs> it's like come on bro let's be real yeah oh i love it i love it so when uh so i'd love to do a couple things while we've got you because i mean everybody knows you're the the expert in this topic um one of the things that my podcast is known for with every episode is something that's like immediately actionable um for the listeners so if we could if you're open to a uh, drop in a nugget uh, but one for like the solar listeners, you know, something that'll help them on the doors right away. And then there's not a lot of door training for HVAC. So something that those HVAC people can really apply and uh, put into practice would be super helpful. From like in a specific word track, or are you asking from like a, a strategy? Uh, maybe a little bit of both. Um, well, the word track for sure for HVAC specifically, because they just, most people have zero clue how to, uh, in the HVAC world, they're going to say, hi, I'm Sam. I'm with XYZ company. And then kind of, I, I'm not really sure what to say next. We just installed here and, that, and that's kind of it. And they get lost. Yeah. And I, and I'm going to do the best I can to add as much value right now, but if you need more, I have an online training center called D2D mm-hmm. University. We have a thousand plus videos from general like orchestrating pitch stuff for any industry to um, solar specific, you know what I mean? Like very, very detailed six years of content creation, like very, very in depth. So DDDU, go look that up. Um, But in the meantime, it's like very simple. If I'm a, it's where am I knocking, right? Like I, I can pull data of the neighborhood to figure out what is the age of home, average HVAC by builder. And I can then say, okay, cool. I know everyone in this neighborhood and this cookie, the other thing was built 15 years ago. If the HVACs have been placed, they're about due. So therefore I'm going to target that neighborhood. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So like, you know, they do that via mailer. They probably do that via phone calls and geo-targeting. But what if you just showed up to that neighborhood? Right? Like, okay, yeah. all of them were built by the same builder, put in the same Linux, was put in the same time. You know, mm-hmm. you're like, well, let's think about this. So now you're like, okay, I approach that neighborhood like this. Hey, my job is to actually, so so everything that I do, and this is solar and roofing, I'm just going to, or in HVAC. Mm-hmm. I don't go offer, I'm not selling, I'm doing what we call a program. So I would say, hey, my job is these homes are all built by DR Horton 15 years ago, between 15 and 18 years ago, I'm assuming. Are you the original homeowner or did you move in more recent? Oh, moved in more recent. Cool. So what we're doing is a reactivation program. Linux was the one that made all the HVACs in your neighborhood. And so what happens is they all had about a 10-year warranty on the labor and the workmanship. And they all had about a 15 to 20-year shelf life. So what I'm doing is I'm incentivizing the first three or four people on your street right now to do the upgrade so that then over the next two to three years as everybody needs to get them upgraded you're kind of the advocate of the neighborhood to call through us so if we can get you guys on our 
first kind of like first come first serve basis, but I'll do a few really down at cost so that we can get you your new HVAC. You're not out of pocket thousands and thousands of dollars or sitting there one summer day where the HVAC goes out and you're now on a wait list for three weeks with no air conditioning and you're trying to get your freaking air conditioning fixed and everyone else in the FN neighborhood is trying to get their FN air conditioning fixed because that day will come. That's just part of being a homeowner. Just like owning a car, you have to get the oil changed. Eventually your tires are going to go bad. That is part of owning a car, right? So you're planning on like having air conditioning, I'm assuming, right? Okay, cool. So my job is to make it super simple on the money side of things because as long as the money made sense and I gave it to you basically at cost and we incentivize you because you didn't call me waiting for broken HVAC where they know they can gouge you at whatever price. I came to you. You didn't come to me. So I got to right. bribe you to it now and then I'll get all your other neighbors later on and they'll pay whatever I charge them because I'm the guy, right? I'm going to be the HVAC guy in the neighborhood. So anyway, what I'm doing, and I'll make it super quick. As long as you qualify for this program, we have a couple little things that make sure you qualify. I'll show you what we got. Is it cool if I step in real quick? Oh, perfect. There's your pitch. Just record Love that, it. flip it, and repeat. There you go. Beautiful. Beautiful. I've never sold oh, HVAC. Awesome. you think that would work, Sam? I 100% agree that it would work. Oh, cool. 100%. I <laughs> uh, yeah, we, we, we've trained sales a lot and the mm -hmm. pitch a lot of people would be afraid but but let's break this down from solar same thing you have you knock you break your occupation meaning right like i'm sam i'm the one in charge of x and then and the way i broke preoccupation in this sitting is i simply said hey these homes are all built by dr horton between 15 and 18 years ago they're all put in the same linux system are you the original homeowner that bought the home or are you somebody that came in like see what i just did i became human i'm not like hi i'm sam with hvac abc and we're offering free inspections on your unit and and i could take a whole different approach on the inspection pitch which we could go down that rabbit hole which is actually pretty dope i got some cool wizard moves but we'll save that for a second <laughs> Come out to one of our sales boot camp. We have a two-day sales boot camp every other month in Utah. And I would highly, highly recommend because if you're doing it the wrong way, imagine you're like, shit, all my guys right now are going out and doing the whole, we're offering free inspection shit. And I'm like, no, 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 no. There's a mm -hmm. whole psychology game to play and we could teach that. So um, long story short, though, it's a program. It's like, hey, my job is the, we call it, I just made this up, the reactivation program. Yeah. Right? You're like, well, I've never heard of that. Me neither. But essentially, I'm reactivating the air conditioning units to be up to speed. Or you could call this like the deficiency coolant program. And they're like, what the <laughs> hell is that? And you're like, yeah, 90% of these units have a X percent degradation of coolant and 95% of homeowners have never even checked their coolant in the last seven years. So my job is just to make sure that we bring the coolant up to speed. Um, you know, whatever that is like you really just, it's a program that then it gives a justification of why you're there. Right. And then I pulled back, right? Like I'm like, well, you know, as long as you qualify for this program, like it's nice. We, uh, mm -hmm actually help you at cost like and then that whole i came to you you didn't come to me that line like it's huge because it's like yeah you're right like your hvac goes bad you know it's broken what do you do you get a new unit they sell you a right. new unit because you're in desperate need of air conditioning mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. your air conditioning is working fine right now i'm looking for proactive people that i can make it make sense financially because i already know that this is something that they need to budget for i know it's and inevitable yeah absolutely Oh, I love it. And and what that does too is that it's that takeaway. It's that uh, that qualifies 
the, hey, we're good at, because we came to you, we're offering this at the lower cost uh, because now that justifies that whole conversation. Now everybody but, wants a deal. Like, okay, what deal yeah. you got? I'm interested in at least hearing the deal. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and, and listen, I don't even know if your home's going to qualify for the program. We have to find out to see. Yeah. Right? So what, like, hey, what kind of thermostat do you currently have? Let me take a peek at it. And walk mm-hmm. in and look at their freaking thermostat. And yeah, then, you, then you're in. Mm-hmm. Beautiful, beautiful. And th- this is uh, this is something that nobody nobody teaches in, in the HVAC world. It's, it's, I, there's so much that. inefficiency of time that could be used sitting in people's houses. The number one value of a closer sitting in a home, if you're doing anything else, that's lower value time. I can teach people how to get into five to 10 homes every single day as long as they have a work ethic. Now, if you don't have a work ethic and you're somebody that's just like, Oh, I'm just gonna like sit on the couch all day and like play Warcraft. It's like, nah, dude. Like, good job being a closer. Like, I'd call you a appointment catcher and mm-hmm. just have to learn a script. Like, no, I want to go after people that are hungry and they want to make multiple six figures. Can you do that in HVAC? Hell yeah! Like, absolutely. And and I've helped a lot of. I've actually helped quite a few HVAC companies. Like, I got mm-hmm. one out of Florida, one out of Ohio. But it, anyway, like it it would be smart to figure this out. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. And what happens so many times that I've seen, um, you know, cause I've, I've coaching clients all over the United States and Canada is there are plenty of people that do multiple six figures, even seven figures a year on leads from the company, but that are, that's only a handful of the biggest companies in the country in the biggest markets who can have consistent volume year round because of their ad spend. What do the rest of the thousands and thousands of people do in the other markets? They suffer because they haven't learned this skill. And so that's where I, that's one of the main reasons I wanted to bring you on is to really be able to share that in any market, you can get, see those types of numbers if you're willing to put in the work ethic and actually learn the skills to generate your own, own leads. And of course, for those companies, just like, just like in solar, self-gen pays way better Anyway, because there's no marketing dollars involved. Logical. Yep, absolutely. Man, you are. Uh, you're, I, I love this conversation. You, uh, I, I cannot wait to. Uh, I, I, I commit to attend the sales boot camp at some point uh, yeah, because I think it's great. Come to door to door in January. I mean, that's our big annual event. That's a fun one. So, Where's that one going to be this year? Oh, like that's the same place every year, and I'll. Okay. I mean, by the time this goes out, you'll probably hear we have Sean White, we have Lance Armstrong, Phil Heath, Chris Voss, and we have sick lineup and then sixty up nice. workshops. Like it's a it's a fun, fun event. Heck yeah. Yeah, that is that's beautiful. So um man, I this is a uh, we're we're flying through my list, man. What uh, what else what else you got for us? Yeah, I think I think a big part is recruiting. And I think a lot of HVAC people don't think the way that we do. When I talk about I built a hundred sales guys in a few months, recruiting is the name of the game where I think a lot of them it's marketing is the name of their game. So if I get like, I'm in traditional HVAC, let's say I'm in Utah, right? I got hundreds of HVAC companies here. Right. Um, so they're like, how do I brand myself and get phone calls or spend leads to get people interested? Mm-hmm. Well, every time I get one customer, that equals one customer. Every time I get one new recruit that's willing to be a carnivore, 
that could equal 50 new customers. Does that make sense? So like, if you think about yeah. it, it's, can I restructure my mindset to be, maybe my marketing dollars go a little bit more towards internal marketing. When I call it internal marketing, it's to get recruits, to motivate those recruits to go then sell mm -hmm. more deals. The return on that spend tends to be quite a bit greater. Um, I'm not saying you have to divert and say, I don't know how to do the marketing. I'm not going to always do the marketing, but I think a big missing element in business mm -hmm. is the element of becoming a badass headhunter and recruiter. Yeah. And if I was an HVAC owner right now and a solar owner, I would say the biggest skill set I need to develop would be recruiting. And mm -hmm. um, that could help a lot of people in this space. And and what's cool is like, like you just said, you got into an industry and you're like, man, I didn't realize that this was so lucrative. This is so good. Well, I guarantee if I went to the Sherwin-Williams guy across the street right here and asked him, I was like, hey, are you happy being the dude managing this paint store? He he, he would say, yeah. And I'd be like, okay, but like how much, what's your growth path? What's like your income opportunity? And, and you know, it's in 10 years when that guy dies and maybe I'll open up another store, but it's like, cool. Is that what your goals are in life? It, if it is great, if it isn't like, I'd love to show you an opportunity where I literally feel confident because of my training, because of this, because of that, that I can help you get there like this year. And mm -hmm. that is a cool ability in HVAC and solar and all these industries that we're in. The opportunity is there. The opportunity is there. Mm -hmm. We just got to go tell the story and share it. I love it. I love it. Thank you for that. That is that is crucial. Last week, I actually interviewed uh, a guy named Victor Rancour. I don't know if you've heard of him, but he just he grew an HVAC company in Southern California from zero to over 40 million a year in four years. So his that was one of the things he mentioned as well as like become a good recruiter because that's the only way we can leverage our time. You know, that's start to leverage your time and investment by uh, having, you know, having more people boots on the ground, yeah. especially. So, yeah, that's that's crucial. And so, I mean, the solar company that uh, that I'm with, you know, they they we've really got that down that we went from 500 to over 15,000 in about nine, 10 months uh, with the uh, with the affiliate program that we rolled out and then the scaling and it's uh i mean it's dramatic the changes what that does for a team when you have that many new boots that are carnivores that are hungry right yep. not everybody's going to do something but when it's commissioned then you can train it and scale it out and the ones that do rise to the top and so 100 percent agree that the missing piece in the in in atrex especially it's the only way to scale that that to that degree is, is by having more people. You know, you can have all the investment in marketing and then leads that nobody's running or have no leads. And that's a great way to get on this. People go out and find them. So, lo love it, man. Oh, this is great. Uh, so yeah, so I think that's, uh, we, we've about run our time here, about time to land this plane here pretty quick. But um, man, I appreciate you being on. This is a, uh, a an honor for me to get to uh, just kind of chop it up with you and uh, take the brain of the the door master, um, oh, you know, master you. himself. So, I can help. I mean, like I said, HVAC is a is a opportunity in its own, and our two worlds connect door to door in HVAC. Mm -hmm. it's, it's deadly. I did that to a lot of roofing companies. A lot of roofing companies are pretty traditional. Solar mm -hmm. kind of 
grown up in door to door a little bit. And so it has some of that strength, but like I'm telling you guys, like reach out, find me on Instagram at the Sam Taggart or at DDD experts. Um, you know, go research us on Google or whatever, reach out. Like I'm here to help, um, whether it's come to one of our events, whether it's get coaching, whether it's get our online stuff, whether it's, and I'm not trying to be salesy right now. I'm just simply saying like, I, I, mm-hmm. I really am passionate and it's, it's sad when I see a company, I'm like, man, like just tweak this, tweak this, tweak this and boom, they double. And it's like, how long have you been going? Oh, four years. What if I would have came four years ago? You know what I mean? Like, right. oh, yeah. Like, and so I, I just, it's sometimes such a minor tweak and um, it's missing information. It's not necessarily, you know, a matter of skill or will it's, it's, mm-hmm. we just don't have the information of how to do it. And, and right. just, so love it. So do you work directly with uh, companies or is it one more of a scaled basis? Um, I have a few clients. There's a wait list to that, but I have a team of experts and um, they work, heavily involved with a lot of companies and um but yeah i mean there there's a a way i can work directly for sure we run a ceo mastermind's got you know 95 business owners that are in this world i mean we do a lot of cool stuff so just reach out like whether it's personally or one of my experts um here to help love it i love it so so you just gave everybody a couple of different ways to contact you I know one thing that you mentioned we want to highlight is that uh, the the sales boot camp that's coming up this next month and the, those so those run every couple months and door to door con which is going to be uh, which is awesome every year the speakers are I, I've I haven't personally had the chance to attend yet uh, but that will be uh, that will definitely is on the plans for the future and man I'm I'm really excited to take doors to heating and air because I 100% agree with you. It's one of the missing pieces to uh, give us a little bit of kind of a, a story or two of how you've helped like roofing companies scale by adding doors into it. And just to give everybody a little bit of an idea of what that could potentially look like in their A-track companies. Um, yeah, I mean, like DNM roofing out of Omaha, for example, 100% marketing, um, now they're 90% doors. You know, they've now expanded to Houston, other markets. Um, and, you know, to see them go from kind of son took over or grandson took over grandpa's business, traditional, like old time company there to mm-hmm. now a savage hunting business to where they're doing, I think, 15 million or so, you know, two years later, we're 95% self-generated, right? So it's like mm-hmm. uh bottom line the profit margin is so much greater um anyway so that'd be like a small one where even like cmr they're a big one they did 250 million last year um we took them from 150 to 250 so that's like a big project um and it was just implementing the right competitions the right motivating systems the right Mm -hmm. recruitment strategies to get more body counts to get more you know competitiveness to get more hustle um you know that's like anywhere from the little guy to the big hundred millions. Love it. I love it. And that's, that's something that carries through to everybody listening is the concepts are the same. The, the, the process and it rises and falls with the systems, just like Sam was saying at the beginning. And uh, the, the leadership and the systems will determine everything. And so uh, everyone highly recommend reach out to Sam 
And also, I'm going to be doing a, a big series on doors coming up. If you're listening, everyone listening to the podcast, I've definitely, um, I've personally knocked thousands of doors at this point as well. So I'm studying it. We're going to, we're going to do a lot of training on it, but 100% reach out to Sam and door to door experts. Go to the events. Um, you, you cannot duplicate in courses and online what you can get at an event. Uh, yeah. The energy, the the passion. You can literally be say the same thing before an event and after event, and get different results just because your certainty and your your uh, conviction is different. When you can walk into a room and see hundreds and thousands of people who are multiple six figure and seven figure earners from knocking doors, and it just blows your mind that wow, this is actually possible. So you can go back and have that certainty that. It, it works and it's a way to scale a business. Awesome. So yeah, absolutely. Well, that's our episode for today. Uh, thanks for hanging out with us. And uh, so again, it's the Sam at Instagram is at the Sam Taggart, right? And what were the other ways to contact you? What's the uh, website to go to door to experts? D 2 D experts.com. Perfect. Simple as that. So, all right, everybody, thanks for listening today. I hope you got some value from this. I know I did. And uh, we'll end this like we always do. Go save the world one heat stroke at a time. Thanks for listening to Close It Now with Sam Wakefield. Subscribe to the podcast now so you're first to hear new episodes jam-packed with actionable tools and tips to make you the top HVAC professional in your market. If you have friends and colleagues who would like this show, share it with them and send them to our Facebook community for more in-depth discussion about the challenges we all face and how to overcome them on the Close It Now podcast. Thank <laughs> you.